Welcome to A Cowgirl and Her Horse, a weekly podcast aimed at helping you become strong in the saddle. What does it mean to be strong in the saddle? It means showing up for your horse, both physically and mentally, as the strongest and best version of you. It means feeling confident, both in and out of the arena. It means feeling secure in your ability to ride and move with your horse in the most optimal way possible. If you're looking to maximize your experience with your horse, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Katrina, and now let's get into this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of A Cowgirl and Her Horse. I'm your host, Katrina, and today is the 99th episode of the podcast. I cannot believe I have produced and recorded 99 episodes. It's been a pile of work, but uh, I've loved pretty close to every minute of it. So for those of you who have listened from the beginning, I greatly appreciate you. And if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps to get the podcast out to other people and lets me know that you're enjoying this content. So... Since I started the podcast, things have changed a lot. When I first started, I was still very much so immersed in the world of barrel racing. I had full intentions of getting back on the rodeo trail and trying to get somewhere in that sport, finally. I released many episodes in regards to barrel racing from going to your first barrel race to how to get your barrel horse conditioned for the season and on and on. And now I have closed the book on barrel racing and I have started my venture into the world that is Western dressage. I haven't talked a whole lot about Western dressage especially since we just got done with the Strong in the Saddle series. But I am really glad that that's the side of me that is coming to the forefront with this podcast. So let me give a bit of history. Since about the time that I was 14, I have been very interested in the world of health and fitness. I started with an interest in eating a bit healthier and doing Pilates, following videos that my mom had bought. (laughs) And now I'm at a point where I'm deep into the world of strength training and advanced nutrition concepts. I've tried to learn everything and anything that that I can about not only nutrition, but also fitness and training and athletic performance. And I've finally come to a place where my two loves, my love of horses and my love of health and fitness have come together. As I've mentioned time and time again, taking care of yourself and really committing to improving yourself is so important in terms of becoming the best rider that you can be. Many people forget that riding horses is a sport and that we as riders are athletes. 
And as such, we need to treat ourselves like athletes. So many riders don't ever meet their full potential because of their own physical limitations. I was a prime example of that back in the day when I had my eating disorder. Because my physical health was not in order, my riding suffered hugely. It was horrible. You know, maybe people are out there, their current dietary habits have them feeling sluggish and foggy, or maybe they just don't have the strength that they need to say to stay secure and balanced in the saddle. Whatever the case may be, they feel like they aren't quite where they need to be in order to be the kind of rider that their horse needs. And that is where I come in. My mission now is to help horse people become the strongest versions of themselves so that they can be the best that they can be for their horses. This encompasses many facets, including improving dietary habits, increasing strength and mobility, addressing imbalances and other shortcomings that may impact a rider, and trying to fit all of that in between being the busy horse people that we all are. And so, although I kind of wanted to wait to announce this on episode 100, I figured that there's no time like the present to make a change. The A Cowgirl and Her Horse podcast is undergoing a big change. Going forward, you will be listening to the Strong in the Saddle podcast. This will be the last episode under the banner of A Cowgirl and Her Horse. Starting on episode 100, it will be called the Strong in the Saddle podcast. If you are subscribed to the podcast, you won't need to do anything as I will still be releasing the podcast through the same channels. It will just be showing up with a different name going forward. While I will still be sharing my journey in the horse world, um, many of the topics that will be discussed week to week will include how to work out to improve general rider fitness, how to address specific rider concerns like bracing on the reins or leaning into your turns, etc. How to simplify nutrition and best fuel your body to fuel your rides and your workouts and a whole bunch more. Uh, As was the case before we did the Strong in the Saddle series during the month of June, I will be releasing episodes once per week every Friday at 5 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. In addition, in addition to me rambling on about the topic of the week, I plan on having guests within the equestrian health and wellness space on the podcast to talk about many topics that I don't have expertise in. That being said, with over 15 years of experience in the health and fitness space myself, I think that I am more than able to provide riders with the information they need to succeed. 
In addition to providing information on this podcast, I also plan to open up one-on-one online coaching for riders who are wanting to take their riding to the next level by focusing on their health and fitness. Applications for this will be open very shortly once the website for Strong in the Saddle is ready to go, which I will announce as soon as it's up and running. If you want to get on a wait list, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will make sure I get your contact info so you'll be one of the first to know when applications for that online coaching are open. So, and as speaking of social media, with the name change will be a change to my Instagram and Facebook accounts. Again, they will be in the same spots, but you will just see the name change occur this coming week. I I really look forward to this change. I'm I'm a little bit sad to see a cowgirl and her horse go, but I'm really excited about the future as well. I'm really excited about helping people, horse people, with their health and fitness. I think this is really a space where the horse industry is behind hockey players and swimmers and motocross riders and golfers and pretty much every other sport all have acknowledged the importance of health and fitness in terms of how they perform. They see the direct correlation about how they treat their bodies and how they end up performing in their given sport. And they've developed very precise and effective programs for their specific sport to maximize their potential. Why the horse industry hasn't done that, I have no idea, but I am here to change that. Whether you're just a weekend trail rider or someone who is looking to qualify for the World Equestrian Games, you need to take your health and fitness seriously. For one, we want we want you to be on this planet for a while. Your horse needs you and your friends and family need you. If you don't take care of yourself, both in terms of nutrition and exercise, your time on this planet could be severely limited. Secondly, horses are expensive. So what's the point in spending all of that money if you aren't able to enjoy them to the fullest extent possible? If, for example, your back is sore, the thought you know, the thought of getting on a horse might make you want to cry. What's the point, right? If you feel like crap because of what you put in your mouth, I doubt you're going to feel good enough to have really good rides on your horse. I want you to be able to enjoy your horse and taking care of yourself is just as important as taking care of the horses themselves. Uh, Lastly, I know that there are some competitors listening to this podcast and I've got your back too. Game day preparation is key, whether you're a barrel racer, an eventer, or competitive trail rider, whatever it is. Along with that, keeping a routine that fits in with the demands of your sport is really important. With my help, you will develop a nutrition and fitness plan that will not only accommodate your horse activities, but will 
actually improve how you perform. How cool is that? So that's kind of a summary of what we are going to have going on here as we move forward with the podcast. I hope you are excited about the new content because I am beyond excited. In the past, I always felt like my passion for health and fitness and my passion for horses were always separate and kind of worked against each other. And they definitely did in certain periods of my life. But once I got my goals aligned, it turns out that the exact opposite is true and that health and fitness and horses can work together to make an awesome person who can enjoy life and horses to the fullest extent possible. And I'm so glad that I finally made that connection. So with all of that being said, I thought I would just end today's episode with kind of just a quick catch-up segment since I haven't really done that in the past month while we were doing the Strong in the Saddle series. I was trying to think back to where Junior and I were about a month ago. Um, He was still kind of on the mend from his injury that he had on April 1st. And if you don't know what happened to Junior, go back to, I think it was titled, So My Horse Got Hurt was the title of the episode. Find out what he did. So about a month ago, we were still on the mend from that. Um... The month of June was kind of iffy as far as riding goes. We had a lot of rain, so there was a lot of times where my arena was so muddy that I could not ride in it without risking junior straining something. So there was, we didn't, we rode, but it wasn't as much as I would have hoped. But here now we have been able to ride and um, Junior's coming along nicely. I'm finally finding my confidence again on him at a lope because I was really worried about how his injury was going to affect him at the lope, Um, especially since we did have a bit of a tumble at the lope soon after his accident. So we have been building up. Um, our endurance and conditioning as far as the lope goes. I have been struggling the last couple of weeks with him getting sore. Um, you know, all of a sudden I'll pull him out of the pasture and when I walk him across the concrete of the barn, the floor is concrete in there, he'll walk like he's like really, really sore and it's brutal to watch. Um, So I just, I really have to be careful. I'm riding a fine line of increasing his conditioning at the lobe and making him sore. Um, A a day off usually resolves the soreness, but it's definitely something I have to be very careful with. Um, So yeah, we're just continuing to work on that. I'm hoping to get some Western dressage or even just classical dressage lessons in my western saddle here in the months of July and August. Um, I haven't had lessons in 
uh, let's see, maybe six years since I've had lessons. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm also keeping an eye out for clinics. But that being said, I don't know how Junior is going to be able to handle all those things. So still on the hunt for a new horse to be my main mount. Um, the horse market right now in Alberta is a bit nuts. I don't know where everyone is getting their money, but horses are selling like hotcakes for substantial amounts of money. So I've, I've stopped actively looking for a horse for the time being, just because it was kind of frustrating. I would find a horse and it would get sold immediately. And so I'm also, you know, if you're buying at the top of the market, you're going to be paying for more. So I'm kind of leaning towards waiting till the fall when people are less inclined to buy horses and the prices may go down. And so that's kind of where I'm at, not actively looking, but definitely wanting a new horse. And if someone gave me the money, I would be buying a horse in a heartbeat. But it's just one of those things. I just have to be patient because I want it to be the right purchase. I don't want to make a purchase just for the sake of making a purchase. So that's kind of where we're at with the horses right now. Um, I guess since this is going to be the strong in the saddle podcast going forward, I guess I could give a little bit of update on my physical side of things. So for the last little while, I have been doing a what's called an upper lower split. So on Monday, I work upper body. Tuesday, I work lower body. Wednesday, I've been working abs. And then Mon or Thursday, upper body. Friday, lower body. And then no specific workouts on Saturday or Sunday. So I've kind of been running that for now. Um, the goal right now is just trying to put on some muscle, um, but I'm also in a bit of a fat loss phase right now over tax season and the winter. I kind of just got a little fluffy and to be honest, kind of uncomfortable in my body. And so I've been in a bit of a fat loss phase just to trim that up a little bit. And I'm feeling much, much better. Um, my workouts this way, this week in particular have been really awesome. I've been feeling super strong. Um, a couple of my goals for this year are to be able to do a pull-up, which I actually haven't tried to do a pull-up in a long time. I don't have a pull-up bar here at the house, um, so I just use the rails of the stalls in the barn to do pull-ups. So maybe I'll try that this afternoon, see if I where I'm at with that, because I would like to be able to finally do a pull-up again. And my other goal is to deadlift my body weight. Again, I haven't tested that because I haven't been doing a strength routine, so to speak. So there's a very good chance I am able to deadlift my body weight as it is. Um, so those are just kind of my goals that I'm working towards. Um, as far as nutrition goes, it has been cooking hot here. So we've been doing a lot of cooking on the barbecue but still making sure get lots of vegetables in, lots of protein in, which I mean, it's easy to get protein in when you can just throw a steak on the barbecue um, and drinking lots and lots of water. That's really important this time of year because dehydration definitely has a negative impact on 
performance, whether that be your mental performance, you know, you got to remember I am, my day job is an accountant. And so I definitely need to be thinking clearly. So being well hydrated is definitely important for mental and physical performance. So definitely been focusing on that because it has been super, super hot here. So with that, this is the last episode of the A Cowgirl and Her Horse podcast. Uh, like I said, nothing will change other than the names and maybe the pictures you'll see on profiles and stuff like that. Uh, but everything else will be the same. And just a little tweak to the content, more of a focus on the health and fitness side of things for riders. So um, I'd love to hear any feedback that you guys have. And um yeah, I look very forward to where this journey begins. Like I said, I will be opening up one-on-one coaching very soon. I am in the process of getting the website Strong in the Saddle up and running. So I will be sure to blast that on the podcast and on the various social media channels when that's all ready to go. So that is it for episode 99 of the podcast. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.